0: In the game. And the in the game. This is Ken Swift, and I'm back. This is Balancing the Game. Alright. Today we're talking to the young ladies. Episode 11, Balancing the Game. So what we're talking about today specifically is the position that you young ladies hold when you go out on dates with these young men and the relations that you have and what position that it leaves you in. So let's get started. Young ladies, listen, this is something that probably was never told to you by your fathers. If you have fathers, sometimes some of you had no fathers and it's not your fault. But I'm going to tell you and I'm going to drop the message to you. Listen. When little boys grow up, they know when they get to an age of accountability, they know that girls have the babies. They know this. They know this from an earlier on part in their lives when they come to an age of accountability that uh, especially if they were a child that noticed that their father was gone. There's trauma left there. They know that you're the one that gets left with the child because they were left with their mother. So, so when guys go out there and they go and they get with you all and they they're seeking sex from you. Listen, they know that they can run. They know that once they if they were to drop a baby on you, that they would not be the one that is uh. Holding that baby for nine months, pushing that baby out, and the one that's probably most likely gonna be stuck with that baby earlier on. This was they young males were infamous for this, leaving those girl with the child and not supporting her. And it has a lot to do with history. It has a lot to do with the uh, little uh, psychological uh, games that were played has a lot to do with a lot of factors. But the fact is, is this, is that whatever it is or whatever the situation may be from the past is the reason why a lot of things went down the way they went down. Still, it doesn't relinquish the fact that you were left to raise that child, you and your mother. And most grandmothers raise their children even to this day. So what I'm trying to say to you all is is this, is that the stakes are too high. For you to go out there and have unprotected sex, for you to go do that, the stakes are too high. First of all, if you get pregnant, you have to hold that baby for uh, nine months. And you have a real high risk at pregnancy of something going wrong. Now, with that being said, it means that you have more on your shoulders to make sure that you protect yourself. By all means, when you go out and you have relations or sex with a young man, and most of the time you don't even know him hardly, and you don't know nothing about him because you don't you haven't uh, really uh, went in and dated him or court him at, for the older people and found out who you were dealing with. So, if you're the one that got to hold this baby for nine months and you're the one that had to go to, through that pain and on top of that be left with the child to support by yourself, don't you think you owe it to yourself to protect yourself and be very cautious of who you lay down with or at least protect yourself before you lay down with a young man? Don't let him talk you into nothing. And you young men, that's vice versa. Don't let no woman talk you into not protecting yourself. You see what I'm saying? Because think about it. Okay, now let's just say that you don't, you say, well, I don't like condoms and I don't want to use them. And that has nothing to do with you protecting yourself from getting pregnant. Now, if you want to take that chance with your life, as far as a disease or something you can't get rid of, that's one thing but bringing a child into this world is a whole different ball game. And that's all I'm saying to you is, is that, okay, let's say you don't like the use protection when you have sex, they have other, uh, condoms and things that, uh, like lamb skin. It don't protect you from, a uh, uh, HIV or anything like that, but it definitely protects you from getting pregnant. There's a lot of things, diaphragms, other things that are, uh, there to, uh, Spermicide or whatever it's called That you, the women use or whatever But protect yourself I say protect yourself all the way around the board Go get you some good condoms And protect yourself If that's the way route that you're going to go And I'm talking to the, the the Young ladies that are 18 and up Anybody under 18 That's a minor That's for your parents to have this conversation with you I'm not talking to nobody that's young like that I'm talking to uh Young adults So what I'm trying trying to say here is, is that the stakes are too high. You have no room for error when it comes to these things, because the simple fact is, is that a life is coming into this world and you have to care for it by yourself. If this man don't if this boy don't step up. And I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen within the last past five years, even up until now. They all lovey-dovey, all up under each other. And then when that baby comes, I don't see the guy no more. And then the girl looking desperate to go find somebody to help her take care of this child. And most dudes, they're not going to do that. There's the older dudes that, you know, the younger girls might seek to be with to help them get through and take care of that child. Um, which is fine if, if that's what you want to do. But the thing is, is this. Is that you still put yourself in a messed up position when it don't have to be that way by you just trying to look out for yourself. Peer pressure. Don't let nobody peer pressure you into anything. They don't go home with you. They don't have to sit up there with a bloated stomach for nine months. And they, and see, this is by being arrogant. Not listen to your parents and being arrogant. Arrogance will get you nowhere. And because the thing about it is that you can have these children and you already in a position. But guess what? You better wake up. You better wake up, young ladies, because let me tell you something. The things that help you out when you have a young baby and all these things that are in place for you, they can end. A lot of times you don't know what's coming next, how COVID came about and it ended a lot of stuff. Put everybody in a in a chokehold. You don't know what's gonna come tomorrow. You may not ha- be able to wait for your little check. You may not have. You may not get that thing in the mill, the wick in the mill, to go down and get the baby milk. You gotta understand that you need to make good decisions to where you making choices based off of who the man that you gonna lay down with if he means good intentions to hold a commitment towards you, which is getting engaged to you. Get putting a ring on it. Now, if you want to, you're going to, you're young, you're going to have sex. I, we understand that. You're going to go lay down, but you got to protect yourself. You got to guard up. You're not ready to have children right now. And you're not for sure about the person that you land. What protect yourself. I've talked to young people to this, even up until this day. And Oh, no, I didn't use no protection. I don't like it. Okay, keep that up. But anyway, this is the deal. Ladies, this is the deal. You have to get an understanding. And you have to bring things up to date concerning your relationships and how you conduct yourself with young men. Because times is changing and the narrative is changing. You see what I'm saying? And the men know it. So these boys out here, um, they're in a strange time right now, really, and it's it's not someone purposely sabotaging uh, them where they can't get jobs and things of that nature. It's just society as a whole, and the events that are going down that inspire these young guys to chase dreams. And study going out there and maintaining until those dreams get fulfilled. So, moving on, what, what I want to talk about with you ladies is this, and this is very, very, very important when you go to get you a husband or get you a a a, a, a person that potentially may get engaged to you and become your husband. This is something that has been subconsciously programmed. Into your psychological being You young ladies Have to get hold of yourself And never ever ever call Another young man a boy Even in kidding Even in playing around You need to stop it boy You ain't nothing but a little boy Listen Let me tell you something. This is something that some of the things that inflame and keep the conflict going on between young men and young ladies. Believe me on this. You listen, you have no right to be. uh, Calling a grown man a boy. You have no. The only one that you have the right to be calling that is your son, your child. Your little boy. That man, that that young man, whether he's if he's 18 and up, stop calling him boy. Because let me tell you something. That's another ploy that was put against you all. Because you gotta understand the racist uh ones of the past, Caucasians of the past, that's what they call the men, boys, to degrade them. Why you think you 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 latched on to that so good? Calling other uh grown men boys. These are habits that were put out there to keep the psychological depression of keeping this thing going of demeanoring young black males. And they don't have to call you boy anymore. They got the women to call them boys. And you know that black males don't like it and you do it anyway. And let me tell you something. It's some tit for tat stuff. I understand. But if you have any ideal that this is being done on some kind of level to your child your little boy when your little boy grows up what happens is is that another grown woman or a young adult keeps on calling him him a boy but when in his mind he knows he's already became a man and now when he learns about the past it's degrading you're degrading your own men down stop it That's not your child. These are not boys when they become of age. They're young men and then they become grown men, young men. They got to understand that you're a young man. You're not a full grown man. So if that's what you're looking for, then do go and get you a full grown man. But you're dealing with young men, young males, and they're not going to be degraded or they're not going to be down talked to. But they got to understand their part and plan that to make sure that it doesn't happen between you all. And until they figure that out and you because because you got to understand you both abused. You're abused by the subliminal nonsense of the past. Both of you. Just as much as there's a little boy growing up without a daddy, there's a little girl that's growing up without a daddy. And the confusion. And the uh, pain flows through the women as well as the men. And any learned bad behavior is being taught to the women as, as much as the young men. So when you come together and you start arguing and you start doing that, you got to understand that you're both born out of a, the same place in life, fatherless. Mother's so overwhelmed with taking care of the family, she doesn't have time to teach and be the man and the woman. So you, there's something missing. So now that both of you from the same uh, situation and out of the same bag, get hold of your mind and go into your mind and get it through your head that something has to end. And, and, and you say, well, why does it have to end with us? We're the women. Remove yourself away from round males that can't come up to speed with where you're at. Don't subject yourself to it. Take yourself out of that equation and go get with males that are already up to speed. You got to understand everybody not cut from the same cloth and everybody don't learn at the same pace. You got to get up. You have to go and try to be with men that are up to speed with you you can't stay behind there and you definitely can't get pregnant and then stay behind and then turn around and then teach that same ignorance to your son that when he turns 18 you still calling him a boy that all sounds home home boy and home girl from the hood and that's how we say and we do it but it's way psychologically deeper than that you don't understand. And that uh, males are hardwired. They're hardwired to feel a certain type of way when they're women in their lives that are struggling and it's nothing that they can do about it. This is what happens that uh, where in the past it was nothing that most men could do about it because they were being suppressed by uh, male Caucasian. So a lot of times when the males will go out for the jobs, they purposely not give them the jobs. So now he's sitting at home with the female and he's unable to provide for the family. And there's already a division. You say, well, why could not they go out together and then try to make something work? Because there was division amongst the men, because guess what? Stop sitting around and go look at that letter that Willie Lynch wrote. I told the males the same thing. That's where the division and a subconscious divide happened, all the way back to Adam and Eve and the curse, bringing a division amongst the the Adam and Eve, all the way up until now, up till slavery, and then Willie Lynch. Look him up. Fact check me. Pit the light-skinned Negro against the dark-skinned Negro. Pit the older Negro against the young Negro. Pit the women. Negroes against the male Negroes. This was psychologically done so that the slaves would not kill them anymore or run away. And they also pull the fathers apart with horses, tie them up and the horses go either way and pull the, the husbands apart in front of the mother and the child. so that the mother would have her babies and warn them that that would happen to them if they tried to fight back. Or run away. And I just like I told the males. Listen why would anybody fight back. And run away. If they were from somewhere else. You're from right here. Don't let nobody tell you different. Yes you got some African mixed in you. But everybody that they brought. As slaves to America. They weren't all Africans. And those Africans that they did have. They kidnapped them. And they, and they knew that they were fighters. So with, and, and they knew that they weren't supposed to do. What they were doing. So what they did was they chained them in the bottom of the ship to keep quiet. They had customs back then. So you had to keep the slaves down and keep them quiet, especially if you kidnapped them. But they picked up slaves from all them little islands. Jamaica, slaves. They they got slaves from Jamaica. They got slaves from the Bahamas. All them little islands, they picked up black folks. Yes, they even made Chinese people slaves back then. Who you think built the railroad going through the west and a lot of times they, they and, and 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 for you women that don't know about keep talking with the males talking about some reparations there is no reparations they already handed that out and it got stolen it got stolen from them uh uh by uh racial uh native americans up in nevada which they are native american and chinese you didn't notice the black hair, the bone black hair, and the slightly chinky eyes. They're mixed with there. A lot of those people that got those reparations, they went and look up when you go online. Go on YouTube and look up the five dollar Indian. Look up the five dollar. They paid five dollars to get themselves on that reparations list, so that they collect money up until even from then up until now, still in the money, and the and the real ones that were pure native americans they still lived in huts and on dirt floors and up in huts because my grandparents were one of them my parents are from missouri and there's nothing but native americans up and down missouri and they still lived in their same villages and their same huts no reparations so whatever reparations that you think that that black people should get Let me tell you something. You from right here, and they gave out the reparations, but they gave it out to people that are not fully Native Americans. It's a lot of Caucasians out there talking about they, out there in Nevada, talking about they Native American. They ain't got not a bit of Native American in them. And if you don't believe me, listen, nobody likes Donald Trump, but go on YouTube and watch him talk about it. He said to them in a a, a big meeting, he said, Those people in Nevada don't look like Native Americans to me. Why? Look it up. Aborigines, Aborigines people came. They were they're native to here. Martin Luther King mentioned it and Malcolm X mentioned it. And they both got silenced. Why you think they why you think those men are not around now? They found out a whole lot of stuff that I'm not going to go into. But even your own people want to kill you for knowing certain things. So I'm not going to go into that. But anyway, this is the thing about it is is that you have to go out and you have to fact check and I I'm, I urge you to fact check me. This is the reason why in that letter that Willie Lynch wrote, he wrote about the light uh, turn the light skinned negro against the dark skinned negro. Why do you think that it's a big deal of being light skin or dark skin? That was through that letter. Why you think you keep turning up the ISO on your Instagram page trying to wish you was light skin? That was because subconsciously he they embred it and handed you down that ignorance through subconsciously, through that letter to control you. So you gotta get it, you gotta really update your game and start getting up on your reading. College people read about Willie Lynch, but they choose not to be uh privy of it. They don't want to be privy of it. They want to forget about it and keep going, doing the same thing they've been doing, but still talk like they educated and still come at you like they educated. But let me tell you something. When you ignore the facts, you're far. You're the furthest thing from educated. And what I mean by education so that the women know, listen. Listen. We're not talking about, I'm not talking about that you haven't been to college, that you don't know how to read and you don't know how to write. I'm talking about whatever a person asks to you that you don't know means that you're uneducated about those specific points and facts and subjects. That makes you uneducated on those things. Doesn't mean all around the board that you haven't been to school. See, and that's another ignorance. See how ignorant that is? First thing when you say a person is uneducated and this, this, and that, now you got to break it down because they're truly not educated because they would know that, hey, look, I know I've been to college. I know i read this and this and that, but I'm probably uneducated on that because I don't think I particularly know too much about that. That's what I mean. So don't get offended. Understand and get an understanding. So moving on, ladies, we're going on. And listen, these are facts, and you can shake it. You can shake it by by changing your company and changing your mindset and moving forward. You can change it. There's no you don't have to go and be uh, indulge yourself and dive into this game of color. Black women that was handed to you. That's not a nationality. That's not even if you wanted to go into and we all know it's only one race, the human race. But if you wanted to go into that part, that's not even a race. That's nothing. That was the ploy of putting a color on things to make the divide. They do it with gangs all the time. Blue and red. They listen. These are simple things so that you can find some commonality because they can't find any other reason for you to hate each other or be divided. You think about a woman helping. The men, and specifically the men, because you know that back then when NASA, when they were trying to get to the moon, a lot of men were womanizers. So to allow a woman to come in and help them get to the moon and do the math for it, imagine the power that you would have if you would go and find good black men and be with them and team up and make something, make it happen. This is the stuff that they employed to keep you apart. That letter to keep you two apart because you are forced to be not you. You are forced to be reckoned with when you're together. So what I'm trying to say to you is, is that no matter what man come into your life, he ain't got to be a black man. He could be a Caucasian man. He could be any kind Chinese man, whatever. Let that go. But you have to come together as women and men, no matter what. Now, it, it may hold a, a very important significance to be with somebody uh, that have been uh, in your culture. And that's a good thing because that really needs to be repaired. But it doesn't matter who you get with. You're going to have to exercise these things and get along. Girls going to proms by themselves girls going to the club dancing in one big circle what kind of mess is that that's not the culture that I came up under talking about you the, the and if you young you talking about oh I, I'm 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 part of the culture if you doing that stuff you ain't part of the culture cuz cuz we the ones that played and played out and, and and shaped and formed the culture and dancing with girls all in one big circle and the guys over there standing looking stupid that's not culture that's not our culture Girls going to prime by themselves. Girl told me, Yeah, yeah, we. I said, Well, who did you go with? She said, Nobody. We went with a bunch of girlfriends. I could have, man, that thing, I don't even want to talk about it. That thing messed me up. I'm like, Man, what happened to him coming and picking you up and getting a limo? And listen, my nephew, even my nephews did that. This new stuff is crazy. And that's the divide there. So you got to get back to it. So, ladies, so we're moving on. We're talking about male and females understanding where things were and how did they get to this point. So we got to take this thing and we're going to talk about uh, about being uh, a leader and being a leader. You have to lead in such a way where I think people get mixed up about leadership. Leadership means that you're just going to take the first step there and you're going to go out and you're going to go out and do things that will be an example to others. That's all that means. That doesn't, you know, people uh, think that just because you call yourself a leader or you call yourself a boss, that now that makes you powerful and makes you strong. That's further from the truth than anything. Being a leader is something that happens naturally and people take notice to it. It's nothing that you have to try at. Being a boss, if you went out there and you made a business, automatically that makes you a boss. But it don't make you powerful. It just makes you the leader of the one that started whatever you started. So let's get that straight. And and it's a natural thing. It's not something that has to be attached to clout. You see what I'm saying? If you are already naturally clout, why you got to go and chase clout? So this is what I'm trying to say to you all. Young ladies, you don't have to chase anything and try to become and try to obtain clout. Listen, men are more attentive and they respect you based upon how you hold yourself. And if you hold yourself in a real disrespectful manner and a real nasty manner, they're going to treat you just that way. That's the way they hardwire. Because I got women in my family they hold themselves in such a way they get around dudes. That's real disrespectful, real disrespectful and get real nasty. But when they come around, all of a sudden all that backs down and all that that goes away until they leave the situation or leave their presence because they, and then it's not a talk. It's the way they come in or way they handle themselves and way they do themselves. listen, you got to hold yourself in a certain manner to where now that you're young, you don't know who you're going to become. you got to stop demeanoring yourself on these social media sites because let me tell you something, it will haunt you if you decide, that fate decides down the line that you become somebody important. It'll haunt you, and there'll be nothing that you can do about it. And if a person dislikes you, they can definitely use it against you and make it go viral and mess your career up and mess your run up. So, please, if you think that you are a leader and that you're going to be somebody, stop it. It will bite you. So, we're moving on. We're talking about your company, ladies. You have to flee a situation when you get around Will you think that's your friends when you brown a bunch of toxic men and toxic women? It's better that you just be alone. You'll find some more friends. You'll find somebody else. Get out of that situation because there's psychological things that have been established, like that letter, Willie Lynch. And a lot of your friends, if they toxic or they have bad behavior, this is from them having that and embedded in them. And it rubs off on you. If you want to be strong, you got to go hang with the strong. You got to choose your company. Be respectful to your elders. Be respectful to other people because you don't know who you're encountering. You don't know who you're running into. I seen people that ran into people and these people were actually millionaires. These people were people that could actually help them. And if they weren't millionaires, they were people that were over certain branches of uh, some office that could have helped them. But they disrespected them. And let's just say that it's uh uh you go into and say to say you need something down at the local phone company. And you you go there and you're trying to straighten something out, and you disrespected an adult last week, and you find out they're the person that's running the whole show. You just shot yourself in the foot. So be careful and be mindful of who you're talking to and how you're talking to them. Respect everybody. If they get disrespectful, you just it, you then you'll handle it and move on. All right. So now. Uh, Last but not least, we're going to talk about raising children alone, training them and getting them early to respect one another. This is the way that you're going to break that cycle, ladies. You're going to break it because you're not going to let your children be subjected to it. And you're going to teach them how to be respectful and come up good. And then let them know about them other kids when they go to school. Let them know how there's kids that were poorly taught. And that their parents poorly taught them or they don't have parents or they've been uh, in a bad situation and you don't have to be peer pressure. And let them know that when they come to you with a problem that's happening down at that school, you drop what you're doing and you go down there and don't play. And I'm not talking about go down there and cut the fool and start yelling like you all crazy and stuff. I'm talking about go down and let them know you in for the long haul. If this stuff, if whatever's happening, don't stop. Get involved with the police. Get involved with everybody. Get involved with the community. Get involved with the, the principal. Get involved with the school board and let them know it's unacceptable and it's going to stop. Don't play with them. Because they playing with the, the future of your children growing up and being decent people. Because let me tell you something. That innocence that people have when they young and then when they grow up, it's like a totally different person. The innocence gets squeezed right out of them. And you know what I'm talking about. You have to get back to the family structure. Ladies, if you're a single parent, And you're in a household. That doesn't mean that you have to stop practicing family values. Stop letting your kids run off to the room and eat their dinner in their rooms. Set up, get your dinner table and make them come to the dinner table. And eat dinner at the table. Make them pick up their clothes as much as you can because you know kids going to be kids. But but be there and teach them because they're going to be the extension of you when you're not here. And I know that's easier said than done. But you'll find out how easy things are if you just get started. You know, I know you have to put bread and you have to put food on the table. And some of these dudes is not around. But you got to do the best that you can try to get uh, other males involved, other family members involved. And if they if they're good people. You got to be careful about these family members and letting them around your children, because let me tell you something, they could be more damage to your child than anything. Or anybody. Because they think they know you. They think they know your situation. So it's about changing your choices. Making the right choices. Having patience, you know, updating your game, updating everything, check fact-checking, updating everything. Your computer goes out of date, subjecting yourself to attack. That's the way you got to look at your life. And when you go out there and you're trying to find that right man, this is how you go about it. You have to date. And if you got an older person talking about, well, we didn't date. We used to, We I, I courted my wife or my I courted my husband. Dating is courting. Courting means you're getting to know the person. You're getting ready. To, you know, you're going through all the most You're not sleeping with the person. See, that's the true intent that dating was on. Dating is not. Uh, now dating means, oh, I'm going to take her out to eating Day and you know what's next because I didn't spend this money. That's not dating. Dating is actually uh, a cultural thing. That is the same thing as a cultural thing like courting. It's the same thing. It's to go out and figure out who these people are and find out that you have something in common and taking your time out to know the person. And it usually uh, takes place without having uh, rela- sexual relations. Now, if you go and you break that, make sure you get a clear understanding. Make sure you get a clear understanding and by no means take that person to your house where your children are and where you lay your head at so that if things go left, you can disappear. Trust me on that. <laughs> so, you know, stop taking people to your house. Let them know where you live at, especially during the dating period. Pick me up on the corner. Pick, I'll meet you down there. How about that? But anyway, so, you know, you got to be careful out here. And when it comes down to re- sexual relations, make a clear understanding and get your feelings in check. Check yourself. Cuz usually it's the women the ones that say they cool with it and then turn around and double back because they think they fell in they fallen in love. Listen, check that. Cuz that's not going to help you. You know what I mean? You can't force nobody to love you back. They have to naturally love you because they wanna love you. You can't just because and then try to make a excuse. Well, we laid down that. Then listen, that's the choice that you made, but that doesn't sign a contract with you that I'm gonna have a relationship with you and love you or fall in love with you. Of course, everybody loves one another. Me, myself, I say have unconditional love in in, in, and 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 whatever form that it comes in. Because just like I said in the last podcast. There's not three different types of love, but there's three different ways that you show love to groups of people. So you got to stop shaming yourself with this social media. Put your clothes on. Get yourself together. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If that's what you do, that's what you do. And just make sure that you go in full consciousness concerning it and and, and don't regret anything. Just know that that's an adult decision that you made. But if you're young and you don't know who you're going to be yet, I advise you don't do it. And if somebody's going, your enemies are going to use it against you later on down the line. Don't don't do it. You can't take those pictures back because people already downloaded those pictures and those videos. So it's done. So and if you've already done it, stop doing it. let let time erase it, which probably won't happen. But hey, look, you got to do what you got to do. So now, uh, ladies, the last thing and the foremost thing, I said that last time, but this is the last thing is that, uh, you know, you got to understand that you can't go and shame yourself on social media. And then in the same social media page where they can flick down to the bottom and see all the shaming you did to yourself and then turn around and try to be a business person behind that. You're better off erasing the page and then do all business from the page, because let me tell you something. If you think that you could show your behind on a hundred pictures and then turn around and now you want to uh, be serious like you're a serious businesswoman, that's not gonna happen. Men ain't gonna, <laughs> men ain't following that. Listen, when you talk about your products and you what you selling, guess what? They're gonna flick past those pictures and flick all the way down to where you're behind in the air stop it stop it it's not it's not worth it i'm talking to the young ladies you're not kids no more so that's all i'm trying to say is be mindful of yourself and build yourself up because you come from a bloodline of strong intelligent women that take pride in who they were listen you need to run you need to go on youtube or go on and you need to check out some of the family structures from the 40s and the 50s these people listen my grandmother was from that era 30s 40s and 50s let me tell you something they my mom when i looked at my mother and i looked at my grandmother in those pictures they looked like superstars You should see the hair and see the way that they dress. And my grandmother, she wasn't, she, listen, they came from my grandmother. uh, My granddad left my grandmother. And my grandmother was a strong black woman that she took out. She had her kids in a one room shack. And she built herself up and surrounded herself with business people. And they respected her so much into the community. She built herself up to where she built a home and on 40 acres of land back is still around to this day as a single black woman. And, and, and from what I've been told, big businessmen respected her. You talking about a woman with barely a high school education coming up and tangling with big, strong businessmen. Caucasian men And building herself up And built herself something These are the strong women That you come from And disgracing yourself And acting uh, With this, uh, this new wave of things We women Gonna do this And we gonna stick together And we gonna bring down You need the men The men need you That's the unity in it You need each other If you could put aside your personal feelings and your personal stuff and relationships, put that stuff aside. Listen, if you don't have a relationship with another male, black male, white male, whatever. Listen to me. That doesn't relinquish your business. You still got business to do. So you so you had so many problems the way you couldn't have a relationship with this man and that man and that man. That has nothing to do with business. That's personal. Get together and do business. You need each other. You all have different strengths. You still are not out of the woods with a lot of male chauvinist men and the way this world works. You think you just gonna all get together and just bust right in, they not gonna let you. So what you do is you be smart and team up with the men. And then you ease your way in. Before you know it, let me tell you something. Before you know it, you're uh, 20 steps away. Before you know it, you 15 steps away. Before you know it, you 10 and on down. And now, before they know it, you in their face. Running up ain't going to get you nowhere but ran down on. So women, be smart. Get together with the men. Get, a, get together with each other and form some kind of unity because y'all spread it out too. But once you do that, what you do personally has nothing to do with business. Get yourself together. If y'all going to get your women groups together, get them together and then come to the table with the men, the real men. If it's toxic and you're dealing with a bunch of uneducated men that ain't got no sense in their head, back out of that deal. And go find you some real businessmen Businessmen But if you can't get past your personal feelings And your personal relationships And you dragging that into business You've already lost Because business has nothing to do with nothing personal Business is business And business is shrewd And when you try to take your sexuality And you try to manipulate business You already lost because it's nothing, you're taking a personal asset and trying to manipulate business. This is why the women that are on Instagram, you'll never win. Because you're trying to take personal, uh, personal attributes, which is your sexuality. And then you're trying to draw people in so that you can do business. And personal things like your sexuality has nothing to do with business. Absolutely not. The only ones winning that situation is people that have taken that on as employment. That's called escort and prostitution. Those people are going to get paid because they ain't playing no games. That's what they do. But if that's not what you do and you're trying to play that game, you've already lost. So stop it. Stop it. There's a there's all kinds of things that can be done out here and try and I didn't get this to the guys, but I'm gonna get this to you. Be creative. A lot of these things that they uh, hand into you and in technology, it doesn't have to be done the same way that everybody else has done it to gain success. You can use things in a creative way and make it work for you. I look online and I go through things and I go in Home Depot and I always pick out things that as <laughs> it was not intended for what the ideas that I had in my head and I make it work in ways that nobody thought of. You have to be at the beginning and the forefront of a thing when it's being launched hard enough for you to really be the, uh, the, to partake of the meat of it. I know a lot of you want to get into NFTs and things of that nature, but you're going about it the same way that was handed to you. The only ones profit from that is the ones that were already building earlier on and that was put down or what was about to come and they profited from it. The people in the beginning, but you trickle down a line and it's still early in that game. But what I'm trying to say to you is, is that if you want to wait to a long time until things get worked out with this whole technology, that's fine. I wouldn't wait. I would tell you that, you know what? Figure out new and uh, innovative ways to use the technology to work for you and your program and start something from the ground up that won't take. It won't take a long time, but you'll be at the forefront of it to where you won't have to. Wait until you uh profit from it. But if you're trying to take the same blueprint that these people that started it in the beginning, it's not gonna happen right away. You gotta think about it. A lot of those people were already on there, and the way you're gonna jump start, think about it, the way you jumpstart something like that. Tell them that you pay six hundred and fifty thousand dollars for a cat flying through the air with rainbows flying out is behind. They listen. You don't know what kind of gimmick and kind of thing that was put down with that. Same guy that made the car the, the cat NFT could be the same one that paid for the NFT and then put the rumor out there so that the so that everybody can stamp and stampede in. You ever thought about that? And the only ones that they really used that knew about it was the ones that started it a long time ago and built up huge communities. Put them in down on it. And those are the ones that they NFTs are worth millions of dollars. But everybody came into that thing, putting a two in there and a three in there, and, and making digital uh, art and think that they gonna hit big six hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Everybody ain't gonna hit that. If they hit that, it's because they're already in a rich community. A lot of these people got friends in Dubai and other places. Six hundred fifty thousand dollars ain't nothing to them, but that's their friends. Other than that, you have to be somebody that actually put in the work and painted these paintings by hand. And in time, your name going to ring bells through a community. All of those digital prints and things of that nature and whatnot, they all good. But let me tell you something. That real art, that's that's what you're hearing right now that's being sold. A lot of the digital art, those are people that have built up their communities. But you don't have to use that pattern that that's not the blueprint that there's no blueprint to how you're going to go about using this technology. You already say that you got these big women groups get together and brainstorm how to manipulate the 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 technology to work and bend the way that you want it to bend in your big idea. I've already figured it out. And when I put it to work, it's going to be done. But I tell you this, though, nothing's planned. Not, when I go and I attack a thing, I don't have to plan it. That's all I got to do is put it together. And I guess that's planning too, but I, I let it flow naturally. That's what I'm trying to say to you. There's no scheming in it. It just seems as though that the way my mind works, it all just comes together. But it, it comes together because of research, fact checking, seeing if what your ideals can fit with what's being done. Or what has been invented and handed to you. And take all the precautions. But anyway, I didn't get into that. And all right, I'm going to wrap this up. And uh, yeah, ladies, the stakes are too high. Watch your back. Because the simple fact is is that you're you're out here and you're on the world stage in these Twitter spaces. And these places talking with people from around the world. Be careful. And when you get into these relationships, let me tell you something. It has nothing to do with business. Get back on your grind. And with all love and all respect to all ladies. Listen, if these dudes is talking reckless to you and they're cutting you off and acting real crazy when they talk to you, get away from them. Let them go. Go get around people that are talking, that have respect for you and know have manners. You don't have to put up with that and you don't have to rail back with them because you don't even know them. There's a lot of good men out here. Get with them on business. Business has nothing to do with it. And if they don't understand that, don't do business with them. All right. So this is uh, Ken Swift and this is Balancing the Game. I told you I was going to come straight at you with the truth and here it is. So, hey, with all love from Ken Swift, this is Balancing the Game. Peace.